0: From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: I saw that on Instagram and my first thought was, oh, so he's recording from Milan." <laughs> <laughs> Apparently no. We just we're just fucked.
3: And uh, like I guess like it's like like my like Americanness about this. But like I guess like from London to Milan is what? Like which like oh like I just yeah. like randomly decided to go to Denver and then be like, yeah, okay.
4: Listen, it's it's uh early feb it's probably linked to Valentine's Day, isn't it? Come on. We we've oh, all been there. Fuck <laughs> right. <laughs> that is coming up soon. <laughs>
3: Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football, football mashup podcast. A actually probably more interesting version of the Touchline Media Group this week because it's Super Bowl week, which means we have actually someone from our corporate overlords over in London uh, to be a guest star today, as well as an actual football player. So we'll see what happens. I'm your host, Twigs, aka Asa, uh, I'm here with Napoleon Greg, aka the Stump. How you doing, Stump?
1: having an excellent day. Thank you.
3: Great. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decides to put in um, Indeed.com. A lot. Um, they uh, Alberta has been doing a lot of ad buys. Um, I think because America lost to Canada, and they have a sense of humor about things. Um, but uh, but we're we're happy to be joined by uh, TLF Muga's own Mariah. Um He knows thank very little. We're we're doing great. Uh, Mariah's here to to talk about football because um, nobody in the NFL can lose to Middleborough. So Mariah, welcome.
4: Thank you, thank you. Just one of the best intros I've ever had.
3: <laughs> and uh, we are we are excited to welcome uh, our friend Josh Beninak uh josh is joining us from uh texas somewhere i can't really confirm where um but uh but josh how you doing
0: oh i'm doing great and great pronunciation of my last name too not, not, a, not a lot of people get that on the first try so kudos
3: yeah i'm not gonna i've i've, I've explained to you why i know your last name well uh oh yeah <laughs> many in the uh many of our listeners who are michigan state fans uh don't hold it against josh it's not his fault um don't worry about it uh so anyway so we are here because um once a year uh all of us decide that we are going to randomly watch a full nfl game for the first time all year um i don't watch full nfl games because um i'm a lions fan so my sundays are mostly for chores (laughs) Uh,
1: he's not wrong he's not
3: wrong i mean like
1: very free i get my sunday afternoons back now and i can you know go do things or actually watch good football instead of having to watch jared Goff check down for for the 15th time
3: yeah but see but see like a funny thing has happened here uh with this super bowl um which is that all the lions fans who have spent the last oh i don't know forever not caring about um i was gonna say february football but let's be honest january football december um football. december football um we uh we actually have a rooting interest, uh, and that is because Matt Stafford, like Justin Verlander before him, he got out, he got out, he was able <laughs> to to leave, and therefore we are all huge Rams fans. Um, so so I want to Mariah as as our resident guy who doesn't know anything about American football. Do you have any rooting interest in this, or is this just like a thing to do at brunch? Um, I. I think I tend to kind
4: of keep up with a couple of players, more the kind of the, the internationally known ones. I think off the basis of the players I know on these two teams, I'd probably lean towards the Rams. So obviously, you've got um, Matthew Stafford, you've got Odell Beckham Jr. You've got Aaron Donald, you've got Jalen Ramsey. Um, so they've got a few like players who, who, who I know of um, and some guys who've done really good things in the league. So I think it'd be nice to see a few of them um, get a Super Bowl, So I think, yeah, I'm leaning towards the Rams.
3: That's, that's, that's a fair assessment. Um, I think that after this game you will be a Bengals fan because I find, uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase will be like, I, I said this on Twitter and and I'm going to betray some of my nerdiness here. Um, like I want the Rams to win, but I want like, like the, the analogy I used was, um, I wanted Ireland to win the Quidditch world cup, but crumb to get the snitch. And yeah. cr- Crum in this, in this scenario is um, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase going for like 250 and three touchdowns. Um, okay, okay. Are you expecting
4: it to be a game with a lot of touchdowns?
3: I, you know, I'm, I, I'd say yes, just because I think the Rams will get out to a big lead and then Cincinnati's just going to throw the entire time. Um, I think Aaron Donald is going to set a, a single game sacks record in this. Aaron? It's, it's going to be like, Absolutely. I'm, I'm he's actually... Ins- he's insane, isn't he? Yeah, and and the Bengals don't have an offensive line
4: like okay.
3: like the the nice. Titans who have a good defensive line um got to him what nine times yep so crazy um it keeps got to and him like
1: him. if you do double or triple
3: Donald then you have to deal with Von Miller right like like that's not like a good thing um and 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 I was like I think that like Aaron Donald should should treat this as a mini game right like like you like like the, like you remember in Madden like there were like those like <laughs> Like, I I don't want to say when you were otherwise, like, like in college and like you'd had a couple drinks and then you came home and you like, didn't want to play a full game, but like there were those like mini games you could play. Um, That's what Aaron Donald is going to be doing in this game. Um, So Josh, do you, do you have any rooting interest here beyond uh, you know, points, I guess, I guess you were a defensive guy. So not points.
0: Yeah. I, I actually, I'm, I'm rooting for, for the Bengals. Uh, because I feel like they're the underdogs. Um, I rooted for them when they played the Chiefs. Uh, and I i, I got to tell you, I was shocked that they were able to pull that off because I had the Chiefs winning it all. Um, as soon as – like, this is when the Chiefs make it into the playoffs. Like, they struggle a little bit maybe in the, during the regular season, but once they make it into the playoffs, like, they just hit another gear. And so I was like, like well, this is inevitable. Like, you know, they're going to make it all the way through. Um, but the Bengals the Bengals did a damn thing uh, and so I I'm, uh, I'm, I'm am I'm a Bengals fan for for at least the next week
3: I I mean what happened what I watched in that game was um, Space Jam Patrick Mahomes got his talent taken at halftime like I don't know what <laughs> happened I don't know where he went but I went yeah. I, like I, we went from like guy who threw for all of the yards every time we've ever seen him like Like, I have my shit about Texas Tech quarterbacks not being real. Um, But then, like, Patrick Mahomes, like, went and was real in the NFL. But, like, literally every time we've seen him go out, he just, like, dumps yards. And then he came out after halftime and was, like, three for 13 for, like, 12 yards.
1: Yeah, It was actually, Jax Mahomes has been wishing for a freaky Friday moment for, like, (laughs) three years and it oh. finally hit it just happened to hit at halftime so that was actually jackson
3: <laughs> uh that actually that 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 was speaking of freaky friday not the uh movie um which i'm going to say like i i know that there was an original but that's a Lindsay lohan movie to me right like like we we agree that that's a Lindsay lohan movie
1: we agree
0: Agreed.
3: No, oh it's a chad michael murray movie wow
0: <laughs> wow see that's a hot take so this a chad is, stand here <laughs>
1: Is It's like
4: uh, Barney Stinson calling the Karate Kid. Actually, about jo- Johnny Lawrence, the star of the Karate
1: Kid. Yeah? <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> I mean, so so is I mean, first things first. It's not a Johnny Lawrence movie. It's a it's a Mr. Miyagi movie. Like clearly, he's clearly far. that movie is yeah, about, about Mr. Miyagi. Um, yeah. There's a there's an in, I, I don't know if you guys watch Community, um, but there's an entire episode in the sixth season. About how the Karate Kid has nothing to do with Ralph Macchio; he just showed up. And it's about um, Mr. Miyagi and like how like he like recovers from a, a country that betrayed him, and how his entire life is like a miserable experience until he gets this like one moment through Ralph Macchio.
4: Um, uh, I'm about halfway through Community; just started season four or season five, so I don't think I've seen that episode yet.
3: So you can skip season four, um, really. That- that's that's the season when Dan Harmon wasn't allowed to be a part of the show and really? you can skip it. Yeah. You it's okay it's cool cuz
4: I think I watched the, like the first couple of episodes and I just haven't gone back so thank you. That that that's, that's <laughs> some information that I needed. So yeah. I'll skip that and just go back to season f- 5.
3: Yeah, so season 5 is when it gets good and like midway through season I want to say season 5 midway through they acknowledge it and they're like, "Oh yeah, that year never happened. Uh there was a gas <laughs> leak and like nobody knows what happened. It's it's a Yeah, it's, no,
1: they reference it multiple times. They're like, "Yeah, remember <laughs> that year we all had a collective uh hallucination? That was weird." <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's very Ben Harmon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's
1: extremely
3: meta. And and he um like in seasons 5 and 6, he he like really goes hard on the school board who tells the school how to work yes. and just mocking NBC executives until they um canceled the show and made it to go to Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, I, I, I don't remember why we're there, but that's fine. We about the Karate
4: Kid. We were comparing, you know, we, we went down the route of the Karate Kid. Freaky Friday. Got we're
3: it. <laughs> got it. Okay, I'm good. Uh, that brings me to, to to something Josh actually tweeted out the other day, which was, um like, people got really mad at um Hamza Chowdhury because after they lost uh in the FA Cup, like, he was – uh, listening to music with his friends, like it, like it, they weren't at a club, like they were at someone's house, um, and he listened. He was listening to uh, "Freaky Friday" by Lil Dicky, which um, makes me like Hamza Chowdhury a lot more. Like like that was <laughs> like the whole controversy. Like my takeaway is like I've done that. I I have stayed up late listening to Lil Dicky and drinking. I mean, it is,
1: it is also a plot line in the first season of Ted Lasso.
3: Also that. Like also directly
1: that, pulled. I, <laughs> I haven't
4: watched Ted
3: Lasso yet.
4: I hear, I, I hear good things though.
3: Uh, Ted Ted Lasso's, it's good. It's it, do you like if you like Scrubs, it's the same thing. I haven't watched Scrubs either. Jesus, Mariah, yeah, come on! I'm, I'm
4: a more it's always sunny in Philadelphia to, so, sort of guy. Uh, oh, that's wh- fair.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Also, well, we, Ted Lasso might also annoy you as like somebody that grew up with football. You might watch it yeah. like, what are these idiots talking about? Whereas, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like very clearly made for an
3: American audience that isn't really that clear with the Premier League.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And and like there so, there, there are moments in it like from like a if you understand soccer or football you're like well that didn't make sense. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is which is like an, an experience we had with Friday Night Lights. Um, I don't I don't know if if anybody else here watched that show. Um, oh so, yeah, yeah. I did. Outside of the first seat, first episode, the first episode was like really accurate with its with its football. It was like like you had like game state, and it was like oh, we're gonna run the ball a couple of times. Um, like like things made sense, and then by like the third season, it was just the OC set in Texas, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine.
4: Um, yeah. OC but, had a good one season
3: run. OC, I'll I actually I'll defend the OC um, like harder than most shows I can think of. Um I think that The OC is is a phenomenal piece of American literature. Wow. Yeah. Um I think it's like a very specific Yeah, I think it's like a very specific to the early 2000s like this is what rich America looked like in 2003. Like you see everybody with popped collars and 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 Lacoste and like I was there. I, I yeah. remember that. So so yeah. like it's like a a nice piece of nostalgia that you, that you can go back to.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. weirdly he's weirdly defending of of the oc i think
3: i I think seth cohen like seth cohen spoke to me
1: (laughs) you
4: know what happens sometimes as well with these shows it's made with a clear character meant to be the main character and i think in that show it was was her name misha the the taller of the two girls her and the guy her and the rough guy who kind of came from the bad background but then it very Clearly, became the other two were more interested. Interesting, we were more invested in them, and it's like, how do we transition? And yeah, it's it's difficult. Gossip Girl struggled with that as well. But listen, we're digressing all the way here. Uh, I was going to say say (laughs)
1: we've we've had that exact conversation about Friday Night Lights, where it's like they're making the show, they're making the show, and they're trying to make it like the movie, and then all of a sudden the test audience is all like. Eighteen to thirty-five year old women watching the the soap opera portion of their like exactly Shit, that we got we got w- it. yeah yeah pivot, yeah. <laughs> pivot. <laughs> yeah exactly you got it
3: um so so Seth Cohen aside there is a football game like I said um so uh so Josh I want I want to go to you here um obviously you you said you were, you're were, you're were sort of pulling for the Bengals um and and that's like that's fine I, I think that like either of these it's it's not like the the, the old like Patriots. Giant Super Bowls, where it's like whoever wins, we all lose because. Ugh. <laughs> um, but I want to. I want to get your take on this because I, I think this is interesting. What do you think the city of Cincinnati traded to Satan to get this level of football success this year? Because um, I have my theories, but I like I want to know, and, and we'll go around the table.
1: They're taste buds. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they didn't have those in the first place.
0: Um. Uh, they traded I would say they probably traded like you know so who's their who's their who, who's their uh their head coach that um when they had um uh Carson Palmer and chat and Ocho Cinco Marvin Lewis and Marvin yeah. Lewis yeah I, I would say we got to do we got to do a search and search and rescue for Marvin <laughs> he like Lewis, he, yeah because he, <laughs> he he might have been the one that got the short end of the stick in this deal because uh <laughs> um, and and I and I remember um, I remember Cincinnati like being like a good offensive team back then with uh, with Carson and uh, and, and uh, Ocho Cinco T J Zeta. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and, but Peter you know, Warwick just, Peter War- yeah like they they had some talented guys and just, they just could never you know make it through the hump um, but now you know you got these this young gunslinger Joe Burrow walking in. And, all the confidence in the world running for his life every play because he doesn't have an <laughs> offensive line. But I, I think, I, I think the, uh the Bengals did a really good job of surrounding him with a lot of talent. I mean, that wide receiver core young explosive. And, you know, I think, you know, as good as, uh, as good as the Rams are defensively and like rushing, rushing the passer, like, Outside of Jalen Ramsey, like you know their their defensive backs can be got at um and so like i I like the matchups there um it just like you said uh at the beginning, it all becomes a matter of can Joe Burr stay upright? can he like you know not get his helmet stuffed in the ground by every single Rams defensive player every play so um that's what I'm excited to see I'm excited to see those excited to see those matchups. I just hope that you know, Joe makes it out alive, lot.
3: <laughs> and, and I hope Marvin Lewis is okay. Because again, you
0: okay well. we should
3: really check in on that. Stumpy, what do you think? Has anyone heard from him in a while? Oh, yeah. That was the last
1: time anybody heard from Marvin Lewis. <laughs> um, I still say, I still say it's their taste buds. They traded in. They have to, they have to pretend to like Skyline Chili for the rest of the country in order to win a Super Bowl. Uh,
3: Yeah. I mean, like, that's fair. Mariah, if, what what do you think the city of Cincinnati, which is in Southern Ohio or Northern Kentucky, depending on how you want to look at it, uh, what do you think they sacrificed? Because their their local college team, which shouldn't be good, uh, also made the college football playoff. Now, they they encountered an Alabama, happens to the best of us, we've all been there, we've all lost by a lot, um, but but what do I'm you think?
4: Sure. I'm not sure because even the Cavaliers have they've got a great young That's core true. now, aren't they? So every, everything's coming up Ohio. Something's happening, yeah. Um I think maybe they have a, a couple of good years, hopefully one of their teams wins the title, then another fifty years of obscurity. So I don't think <laughs> they've I don't think they've um, sacrificed anything. I think um God has just given them a short reprieve before they go to <laughs> irrelevance for another ha- half a
3: century. <laughs> It's, it's like God looked at, at the world and was like, "All right, I've punished the rest of the world, Ohio. Exactly. I, I've been punishing you, so I'm going to give you this. And then exactly. everything's going to go back to normal, including uh, the state of Ohio's irrelevance in all exactly uh, in all sports." Um, yeah. So my theory is is that uh, when when Vante's perfect was in Cincinnati um, as part of his. Uh, see, I, I don't think that he had a deal with the devil. It was more like a joint venture um, amongst equals. Uh, I, I think that like, like Satan just sort of like became like a, a passive Bengals fan and was like, I, I, all right, I guess, I guess this is what we're doing. And then like, and, and obviously he's been busy, uh, Satan, for the last couple of years, but he like sort of got, got wind of things. And was like, oh, Cincinnati football's good. And then he like, but he wasn't really like checking his notes. And, and it was actually it was accidentally the college team, he was like, shit. Okay. All right. Pro team specifically. And then he'll, you know, go back to whatever doings he has. Um, But, but I think, I think that that Josh, you you made a good point about like the, the, the receiving core against uh, the Rams defense. And like, if if we're going to talk like actual football here for a second, um, I think, I actually think that Jamar Chase, I'll be very interested to see if they shadow him with, with Ramsey, because then the game becomes Ken T Higgins, Exploit whoever? And the answer to that is yes, but it's can he exploit them enough? Um, yeah, and we saw and
1: Tyler Boyd. We forget their third string, Tyler their Boyd third receiver is, receivers, is nice. Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Right. That, that boy's
3: nice. He's, I mean, he's, it's, it's, it's sort of a crazy thing because like they built that team like it was Madden. Like when, when you were like 12 <laughs> and you forgot that offensive linemen exist, you're like, my first, <laughs> my, all of my picks are going to be going to quarterback and wide receiver. receiver. And um, and like, I, I guess Mixon's good. Like, like they 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 did get a good running back, and oh, and, yeah. and that's fine. But um, is Samaji Ryan still there?
0: Yeah, he, I think he's their number two.
3: And and their their like sort of right. third down back is Chris Evans, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds who, nice. who was at Michigan and uh, got a, got into trouble that nobody ever really reported on, and <laughs> was asked to leave, and then suddenly was in the pros. Uh, but like, I, I think it was like a funny problem, not like a serious problem because there was never any arrests. Like, like, like there's always that like line in football where it's like, oh, is this a funny thing or a sad thing? Like, um, like, you know, you never, you're never sure. And I think that Chris Evans thing was a funny thing. Like he stopped going to class for two years, not like a oh. sad thing. Like, uh, um, well,
1: pick an <laughs> example or like. We went to high school with a kid that ended up being a walk on kicker at Michigan until he got two minors in possessions because Mm -hmm. the cops knew when he was going to the bar. Like, he's just an obnoxious person. The cops knew when he was going to the bar and they just sat outside the bar that they knew he was going to walk out of after being underage. And he did it. I think the first time was like they were just, they just happened to catch him. And the second time, they did it like three weeks later and they're like, this is the exact same thing.
3: Um, and, and like hey, we're not walk talking, right into it. And we're not talking about like a serious kicker, right? Like because like the first string kicker can get away with things because, you know, yeah. I mean, all you need to do is look at Alabama and to tell you whether or not you need a kicker who can do the job. Um, sorry, Nick. Like, you've got one thing we can make fun of you for, and that's gonna be it. Um, <laughs> but like he was like the fourth string kicker. And like when you're a fourth string walk-on kicker, your job is to keep your head down. And he uh couldn't stop going to charlie was it charlie's or blue Lab? it was skeeps Uh, of course it was skeeps uh for those of you who don't uh spend a lot of time in ann arbor skeeps is basically the underage bar um like like every school has one i think i mean I, i don't know how waco texas works but i assume that there's an underage bar um
1: i'm not sure there are bars in waco texas i
3: was actually just gonna say do they have bars in waco texas yeah yeah we get down in waco
0: yeah yeah yeah, of course no i'm pretty sure that dancing
1: is outlawed in that city (laughs) (laughs) i've seen footloose i know
3: (laughs) i mean i i I guess like is is it too soon to make a yeah i'm I'm sure that waco parties get really explosive is that too soon yes (laughs)
1: Yes. definitely too soon um I, i
3: don't know it's been like 25 years anyways um So the parties
1: are just on fire. It's fine.
3: See, they they get lit. They get lit. They get lit. lit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so obviously, so, so Josh, actually, I actually, again, going back to the actual football aspect of this whole thing. um, So you, you were, you were part of, of Baylor teams that like played in serious games and, and like did serious things. So like in the lead up to like a big game like this, like what's like the tone and tenor of the team? Does it depend, does it depend on, you know, if Bryce Petty is in a good mood or are we talking about like a, it, it comes from on high.
0: Well, um, I, I feel like for like, for, for my experience, like, you know, we've, we've, we have played in big games, but like, as far as like the, the practice, uh, practice regiment, the, you know, preparation uh, it's, Usually the same. Um, uh, the it's a, it, it's it's the same every week, just to try to uh, for just to try to maintain um, the level of consistency that we have. And so like you know, there's never anything like special uh, done on big games. Like you just know as a player that you know it's a big game. It's you know like a top ten matchup. Um, you have that at the back of your mind. But as far as like the preparation leading up to that um team-wise uh it's uh it's it's no different it's the same um you just know that as a player that you have to show up uh you know we haven't played any Super Bowl so the Super Bowl might be different um (laughs) you know actually I I would guarantee that the Super Bowl probably is a lot different you know they're probably they're probably doing uh doing things a little differently and um I would say like practices especially um especially these days like you know back when i was back when i was in in high school like you know we were doing like you know live practices tackles uh, then, you know um hitting all the way to the ground like these days um and you know like, my like uh, my brothers told me a little bit too like you know it's short and shirts like like for most most of the week up until the games you know so like they're not actually hitting anyone until like game time uh, and so like I would imagine like especially for the Super Bowl, because they don't want anybody to get hurt before the game, like, you know, the, the practices are, are really light as far as like the, the physical aspect. There's a lot of walkthroughs and then, you know, a lot of like, you know, mental, you know, mental reps. Uh, so that's what I would imagine uh, the preparation is like.
3: So so mental reps are are very important because they're they're the product of very smart people, you know, working through things. And you know who else is really smart?
0: Learn more at marines.com yeah that was forced,
3: but it's okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I did one of those I, I did one of those on the main pod on Sunday um, and they just ruined it. Uh, I was <laughs> like and just uh, a minute as we go to our sponsors and then silence for a few seconds. That's not gonna work. How are you gonna <laughs> find that audio in the recording? Uh. I remember listening to that. <laughs> and I did find the audio in the recording. Because there's a big gap of 45 minutes. So how about that, huh? Yeah.
2: Like,
4: I'm I, really I, glad I'm
1: really glad there's a British version of me. <laughs>
3: Who, who, who did it was it was it lewis i, I can imagine lewis doing it was that. a comb- combination of lewis
4: uh disu and uh, marco from Coppa. and it was kind of like but i actually like the way you do it i might start doing it just like that just lead in and make it just a bit smoother you know and life is great according to <laughs> and so as you were saying cristiano Ronaldo's a big piece of shit So, about <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh
3: yeah he is um also, by just, just talking about Cristiano Ronaldo, uh huge piece of shit, uh lost to Middlesbrough. Uh people don't talk about that enough. Um <laughs> yeah. that in the FA Cup, uh Middleborough, uh beat Manchester United. Mariah, did you know about that? Did you hear about that? I did. It was it was a, a penalty shootout.
4: we missed a penalty, we missed a hat full of chances, but yes, we did lose to Middlesbrough.
3: <sighs> <Gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I see, but I think I think United got pretty lucky because, like, the biggest discourse about stupid penalties um, came, came out of AFCON, and, like, <laughs> all, all of the jokes get to be about Liverpool and not about Manchester United lo- losing to Middlesbrough. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, shout out to Mo Salah for that penalty kick that he didn't take. Um, <laughs> c- congratulations to Senegal. I don't have a horse in that race. I don't
4: uh, poor, poor, poor guy. Poor guy. He, came, he poor. came. back to training today, and they did. Oh, Mo's back. He just didn't look at the camera. I was like, oh, Mane didn't <laughs> set the car partying his arse off. You're not <laughs> for another week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, and and Sunnyo Mane seems like 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 a relatively like humble, nice guy. But like, mm-hmm. if it was me, and I came back to training, and then, like you know Mo's on the other side, and, like every single drill Was going to be like, Hey, Mo, you want to go first? no <laughs> no, you you don't want to oh, go gosh, mm-hmm.
2: gosh, gosh, gosh. <laughs> might
3: not to, might not to get get to go at all um <laughs> <laughs> but so so obviously uh, again like we we have this game let's let's sort of like go go through it um in terms of in terms of the the coaches right so sean McVay has this has this rep as a as an offensive genius um you know as I, and, and at this point, he's like not really that young anymore. He's what, like thirty-eight?
4: Yeah, I'm yeah. saying that like I know. I, I think so. I
3: yeah, like thirty-eight-ish. <laughs> and like, like as you get like, I, I, I'm I'm trying to make him older because I've accomplished nothing in my 31 years of life. And like, so like like the older he is, the less I feel 36. bad about. Me. And the
4: more time you're 36. You have to achieve... Shit. Yeah. Oh,
3: that's not great.
4: Didn't he win a? Uh, didn't he win? Fun fact: Didn't he win Mr. Georgia? Um, yeah. Over
1: Calvin oh, Johnson. That. Calvin Johnson, yeah. two thousand three. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: which is just a testament to everything, uh, because Sean McVay should not have done that. <laughs> it's like not a thing he should have had. But um, obviously, like going into this the game, like
0: quarterback tax.
3: Yeah, that, that's what it, uh, Calvin Johnson is the best player in Georgia in two thousand three. I can promise you.
0: But he wasn't a quarterback. <laughs>
3: I, and that actually, like, I want to talk about that for a second because we're going to get a game again where either Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow is going to be the Super Bowl MVP, and that's going to like bolster some Hall of Fame. The 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 MVP of this game, I promise you, if the Rams win, is going to be Aaron Donald because all the 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 Bengals coaching staff is doing this week is just like looking at film and cursing because they don't have any good ideas. Like, mm. the, the, like the, the, there was that thing that um. College teams started doing this year, where where they would have the running back like walk up to the A gap or B gap and just like we're not flaring him out. This isn't this isn't a run. He's just part of the blocking protection. And I like I I think like I think that the the Bengals might like, might look at this and just be like screw it. We're putting a sixth offensive lineman at running back or or, or, or sorry. We're gonna put an H back back there. It's like we're gonna put C J Uzoma in the backfield. We're not running the ball. He's just He's just going to be the second line of defense against Aaron Donald. Um, and I promise you, if they win, it's because of Aaron Donald. Even if they lose, like, I, I think that, like, there's very little chance he's not the most impactful player in this game. Um, but because Matthew Stafford will go, like, 31 for 50 for 275 and two touchdowns and an interception, it's like, wow, he you really, you really brought him through that game. Give me 50 passes, I'll get you 275. No, I won't. No,
0: those, those when are very. 27, I, I those mean, those are I, very precise stat lines. Like I've you've you see, you sound like someone has seen a lot of Stafford games.
3: I've watched a lot of Matt Stafford. <laughs>
0: like Stafford has like a very specific stat line that you can yeah.
3: probably guess it's,
0: three it's, weeks
1: in advance.
3: Yeah, and and it's like the, but it's it might be like the LeBron stat line. Like you know how like there's the the LeBron stat line is twenty seven eight and eight, and he's never actually had twenty seven eight and eight. <laughs> um it, th- this is this is a courtside fraca discussion which you should listen to it's th- our the basketball podcast of the touchline media group Mariah, do you have any thoughts about co- court courtside fraca
4: great podcast got a guy called mario on it uh no relation uh but i do recommend <laughs> that you listen to it <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> i uh I, I do have to say that like I, I i can't talk about basketball on on this podcast or on on our Twitter because. Like I can make jokes about football and football because like I don't care, um, but like I can't have serious discussions about basketball without losing my mind. Um, so I don't talk about it because I I am a healthy person who avoids confrontation in such such fashions. Um, is, it,
0: is it is it not because you're a Pistons fan or no? Is that I mean, no, that's not it. I mean, Josh, that, you really went there.
3: <laughs> I, I felt like a cheap shot. Like I don't know oh, where yeah. that came from. I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was low-hanging fruit. I had to get out. I'm sorry. I, 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 just wanna, I respect it.
3: I respect <laughs> it. I, I need to clarify something really quick. Are you a Rockets fan? Yeah. 27. <laughs> just 27. <laughs> 27 threes. That's all I have to say about that, and we can move on. Oh, um, good. <laughs>
2: does
3: that sting still? Is that, does that hurt like a rolled it, Chris Paul ankle?
0: It will always <laughs> sting. <laughs> the, pay, the, pain, the pain never goes away. You know that.
4: oh oh pulled Chris for hamstring in uh, game six when you need him for game seven yeah yeah I know exactly what you mean
3: yeah see see like the thing is is that like my team sucks but they haven't been close in 15
4: years (laughs) like I
3: know that and and so and like I go into seasons at this point as a Pistons fan and this is a multi-sport podcast so we can talk about basketball for a second I go into the season for the last I mean since Iverson got traded in knowing nothing good is going to happen. I, one time I got excited in a, in a group chat. I got excited about Blake Griffin, and I will never do it again. I learned my lesson.
1: Yeah, look how that turned down.
3: <laughs> learned he my gave, lesson. He,
4: he gave you one season, didn't he? He made an All-NBA third team, right? He,
3: he gave us a half of a season after the All-Star <laughs> break when he was trying to get a move over the summer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like oh, that uh, like, like contract year. Um, contract year. Uh, Montalis. Yep, contract year Monta Ellis is is who I was thinking of. Uh, that was Blake Griffin. Um we also had Josh Contract
1: contract year Monta Ellis is like the fourth best player by PER in NBA history. If you only take if you only take the years where his contracts are expiring. <laughs>
3: um, but so obviously so so again like um, heading into this game so I th- I think the 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 most interesting sort of uh football aspect of of this game. And and we can talk about the non-football stuff in a second because a lot of the stuff around the Super Bowl has nothing to do with football. Um, And 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 I want to like sort of like touch on that in a second. But um we talked a little bit about like like the game within the game. Like if if you are a football fan and you actually want to watch this game properly, watch the offensive lines. Um, That's actually how you watch football. And I bring that up because um starting soon we are going to have a YouTube series about how to watch football if you're British. Uh Mariah, you can you can tune in for that it'll be fun. Um but mm-hmm. <laughs> but the the game here is going to be on the offensive line for for the Bengals and for the Rams it's can you avoid mistakes. Um can if you can avoid mistakes and and when I say mistakes I'm not talking about like oh a drop you know a drop on second. Down. I'm talking about like third and two and you have an easy out and you drop it or you know interceptions in 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 the red zone these types of things. Can you know trading trading 7 for 3. Um, if you can avoid those sorts of mistakes, I think the Rams run away with it. I think they're a better team. Um, but I also don't have, uh, awareness of divine power. And as I previously stated, I think Satan has, uh, Bengals money line. I'm not, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't have evidence of that. Maybe, maybe powers, uh, go away in, in, in elimination games. But again, Cincinnati went up against Nick Saban and Nick Saban has residency in some of the upper levels of hell. Um, I I don't think he lives there. I think he has a house there. Um, certainly an apartment, uh, with with you know, a beach side view at the very least. With Belichick? Well, <laughs> I think they live in the same subdivision, but like I don't get the sense that Nick Saban and Bill Belichick like each other. Um like they work together for years, but like I think that Nick Saban, based on based on both my knowledge of him back when he was a Michigan State coach, um, and also his his years at, at Bama and and that like. 12 games in Miami. Um, like what we know about him is he's actually a pretty reasonable guy. Um, he's just like incredibly smart in one thing. Um, but like you, like, like when, when push came to shove, he was like, Hey, get a vaccine. It's cool. It's good. Go do it. Um, Mm -hmm. and like when, when like people ask him like about his opinions about other things, he's always like very humble. Like I'm not a politician, but you know, whatever, listen to people who are smart. Um, and like, and, and, and he had, you know, his, his rival in the early days of Alabama is currently a Senator and an idiot. And like, there's something to be said for Nick Saban, not doing that. Um, whereas Bill Belichick, like every time Bill Belichick talks about something that's not football, you're like, Oh dude, no, don't, don't do that. It's like, like you talk to Bill Belichick about uh, cover two, you know, like, Hey, like, how do you, how do you deal with the overhang player in cover two trap? And he's great. He will give you the answers. Uh, and you ask him about like, hey, what do you think about Syria? And it's like that's not good. Don't do that. Don't ask him. <laughs> um, but oh, also, you shouldn't ask him about like um, New Year's resolutions. Did you guys see that interview? Yeah, that was that was one of my favorite press conference moments in a, in a while. Um, that was more were... of a
1: timing issue than a, <laughs> a substance issue, though.
3: No, that was great, though. I, I don't know if, if if our listeners saw it, but um, they had just lost a game whatever game they lost. Um, and so it was the bills. No, because yeah, it might've been the bills. And some reporter was like, Hey, uh, bill coach or coach, because we have to call all coaches by the title coach, right? Jason Garrett. Um, Hey coach, like new year's just happened. Uh, do you have any resolutions? And Belichick like sort of looked at the guy. I was like, you serious? No, I don't have any resolutions. Just like what? No, which is pretty great. I appreciated that. Um, so, so obviously, like the the Super Bowl itself um, is sort of like a cultural phenomenon, and, and like I said, like you'll get people who don't watch football, and it's like, yeah, we'll watch the, the Super Bowl, and you get the the ads and and, and all that other stuff. Um, so, I what I was wondering, and what I'm thinking is, well, actually, first I need to ask this, Mario, do you get the commercials? Like, do you get like the Super Bowl commercials in England? Like, I don't I don't know how that. Oh, oh like the like the weekend going through that maze
4: thing, looking lost as fuck. Yeah, we saw that that was great (laughs) (laughs) that was a commercial that was his performance but no we don't we don't get the no we don't get all the commercials you guys get actually no the ones guys pay like three million three million dollars for a 30 second spot yeah yeah we don't get to see those
3: see that's a shame because like it's produced like a lot of it's crap and like you get like these like weird like like once a year you'll get like a facebook has put two million dollars into an ad to, to try to convince you that they're not um a evil and b for old people and it's like no nope, you're both of those things um <laughs> it's not gonna work yeah
4: <laughs> it's like, i remember oh there was one i don't know if it was an ad but it was um seal singing about super bowl super bowl babies so basically in the city where when they win the super bowl there's a spike in the amount of sex that's had that night and so it was just a whole song around like Hey, I, I was uh, born the year the ninety ninety six when you know the Broncos won the Super Bowl. I was born in two thousand three when the Patriots were
3: a bit nasty, wasn't it? But that's <laughs> SEAL. And who, who doesn't love SEAL, you know? So I mean, like, like I, I appreciate it because like SEAL, SEAL is also like a testament to um like you don't have to be good looking. Like, like I'm not the first person to make this joke, but like SEAL has as a wonderful voice and is not an attractive human being and, and was married to Heidi Klum. Um, he's not.
4: And you know what he did? That was so sad. Like he's, he's, Ni- he's Nigerian, his background's Nigerian. Oh. And basically the tribe he's from, he's got like tribal marks on his marks. cheeks. Okay. And essentially what he wanted to do was cover them up. But the way they did it, they're like the tribal marks. So imagine like getting your index finger on each hand and then the finger beside it and just going down from just below your eye to, just above your chin. Those were what the marks look like. But he was really so self-conscious about it. He went and got them kind of covered up, but not in a subtle way. It was like somebody just like put a patch of skin over it? And it just, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just horrible.
3: I see. I, I think like you got to just like sort of own it. Like, like literally. Like listen,
4: just own that shit, man. A couple of travel scars. Like it happens. I'm Nigerian. I'm Nigerian. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, I I I can't comment on the the Nigerian tribal stuff of it because um I'm not Nigerian and I've never. But the never, deal with
4: it part. Yeah, you can. The deal with it part. deal. Like, yeah. yeah,
3: the deal with it part. Like yeah, like and 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 like the, like it's it's always better to just sort of like own you own own what you're what you're dealing with because it's like, the cover up is going to look worse. And I'm not saying like it's like a cover up like like a like a Nixon Watergate thing. I'm talking about like you're not going to get a good plastic surgeon on this. Like it's not, Mm. it's not going to (laughs) work. This is the first time this surgery, the first time this surgery has ever been done in human history.
4: (laughs) Mm, Wonder who we're going to get on this one.
3: (laughs) It's like, like you're, you're not going to go to like, like Dr. Like Hirschfeld down the street or Dr. Chen and be like, Hey, do you know how to deal with this? Like, no, no, I don't, but we'll try. (laughs)
4: Yeah, like Dr. Miami, I, w- I want you to take the expertise you use for BBLs and use those <laughs> just to cover the tribal marks on my cheeks. Like, that would just <laughs> that would be great.
3: <laughs> so, uh, so shout out to Seal for reminding us that everybody in Cincinnati and or Los Angeles is going to have a lot of sex uh, on Sunday. Um, but, yeah. but so, so the, the, it's a shame that you guys don't get the ads over in, in Britain because they're great. Like occasionally you get an ad that like, I remember an ad from, I want to say it was like 2005. It was Doritos ad. And the first part of the ad was like, you know, and like people know what I'm talking about. Like when I talk about the Doritos ad and it was like, someone had a magic eight ball and they like threw it at a vending machine and took out all the Doritos. And then the second half of the ad was like, a guy was like, am I going to get a promotion? He whips it right at his boss's groin. And I died. (laughs) Like I, I couldn't stop laughing for like three minutes. Um, and like that, I don't remember that Super Bowl. Like, I, I if, if you, t- oh, you remember me, that ad, yeah, <laughs> I remember that ad. Um, <laughs> and like, like, if you asked me like who won the, the Seahawks Steelers Super Bowl mm. in like 2006 or 2007, like, I, I know that the Steelers won. If you ask me anything about that game beyond Sean Alexander being disappointing, no memory. Um, yeah. but I remember that ad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, who's doing the halftime show?
1: Uh, I think it's a Snoop bunch of Snoop Dogg, Eminem, yeah. Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. Mary J.
0: Blige. Uh, I think. Why
4: is does it always feel like, like they pick people who are like were hot like a couple of years? Uh, I mean, in this case, uh, a lot earlier. But <laughs> it usually feels like people are always out of their prime when they do the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't
3: because I right? the last time, the last time they had someone in their prime, Janet Jackson lost her shirt
4: ah oh, yes the, the nipple thing yes yes
3: that was the last i think that was the last show in which you had someone who was like truly in their prime which was like justin timberlake was like yeah. at the, the height yeah. of his his powers before he became a comedian slash actor um mm. which i i will say this about justin timberlake justin timberlake put in uh a, a great performance in alpha dog i don't know if you guys have ever seen alpha dog phenomenal film you should see it um he does a good job. Emil Hirsch does a good job. Ben Foster, great performance. Uh, anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I think that they, because you also need to remember that like the performance isn't for us, right? Like it's not, it's not for people who, who are vaguely aware of culture and I'm not even aware of culture anymore because I'm 31 with kids. So like my, my knowledge of music stopped in like, are we, are we going to say 2014? 2013. generous, yeah um <laughs> but like i'm aware of everybody outside of kendrick lamar who like i'm aware of because he's a big deal but like the rest of this cast is like yep i know every one of their songs like i can i can <laughs> i can't sing along with a lot of the songs for obvious reasons um yes. but but i'm aware of of much <laughs> that, was,
1: that was very matter of fact like yeah no you can't you can't no
3: no <laughs> I, I, as and like just like going back to scrubs like they have like i think it's the first episode they make it very clear like you can't sing along with certain rap songs like them's the rules like I don't don't know what to tell you um but but like I'm aware of Snoop Dogg and Eminem and and Dr. Dre and Mary J. Blige so like this is great for me but not really great for like 18 year olds who are like I don't I I don't know who's 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 a a major rapper right now I I uh, there are a lot of jokes on Instagram about NBA young boy I don't know who he is I Mm. think he's a rapper
4: Yes. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. listened to any of these yeah. songs myself I'm a bit, I'm a bit I am think we're the same age as So yeah, I'm the same Like, I listened to the same music I listened to 10 years ago um,
3: And I'm happy with that I'm yeah. great yeah. yeah, like, see, see, the, the nice thing for, for, for me Is that, like, my music got Like, the music that I listened to Got, like, really, really popular When I was in high school And then it died Like, mm. emo punk rock died into like, 2013
1: and there was it died just nothing so, new. Quickly.
3: Yeah, so no, no. quickly. It like, So was... like, like, like in a moment, it went from yeah. like fallout is a big deal to fallout boys, not a big deal. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: And like the good I news really... for me is that like, so, so like, I don't have to like, and there's like a minor emo revival going on right now that I, we're not going to get into on this podcast, but like, <laughs> um, like I don't need to go searching for new music. My new music Friday on Spotify is just a series of songs that I'm not going to listen to. Mm. Um, which is like sort of nice. Like, there's no like pressure on me to like, because like if if and when I go to a concert, which I don't, but if I went to a concert, it, like I wouldn't have to deal with like the Youngs being like, oh, if you heard the new Hot Mulligan, I'd be like, no, because it, who cares? Like, we're we're here at Blink One Eighty Two concert. They're 45. It's fine. <laughs> I've Been making the same music since 1994, um, which is 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 sort of a nice thing for me for my purposes, um, but but so so the, the halftime show i think will be you know like you said like it's like it's for olds right like they had they had bon jovi doing halftime shows or the rolling stones like nobody nobody cares yeah. um like I, 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 but i guess if you do it in la like you have to you have to do that i mean like what are you going to put out sublime like <laughs> that would actually be a great halftime show like everybody like
1: with with their famously deadly singer, yeah, uh,
3: yeah, Sublime with Rome. I didn't, I didn't feel like the, the the need to put in 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 the second part. Um, but like, I I don't know. Like, I, I guess you could have done Blink One Eighty Two. Although they're famously from San Diego, and I don't San think, they're, yeah, like Los Angeles is is sort of like a Dr. Dre town. If you're if you're gonna like do the local um, music scene, I guess like I I can't yeah. really think of another Los Angeles musical artists who would be better can we think of one I mean I don't I don't think so I mean that's Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre are the best uh to be clear Snoop Dogg is not from Los Angeles he's from Long Beach which as a resident of somewhere that is not Los Angeles in the valley Long Beach is in Los Angeles I am closer (laughs) to Los Angeles than Long Beach is also uh every time I, I I think about where Snoop Dogg is from I'm reminded of the fact that he went to high school with Cameron Diaz
4: did he? Was in the same, did same class? I've did did seen oh. that online. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's,
1: she's told stories before that she bought weed from Snoop all the time.
3: <laughs> I swear I did. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's a funny thing about Cameron Diaz because like you don't associate Cameron Diaz and Snoop Dogg as being of the same era, um, mm. but they absolutely are. They absolutely are both like aging stars who, who, mostly interact with um, like the cooking channel at this point. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen a
4: Cameron Diaz film in, dec- in a decade, it feels like. Yeah.
3: Uh, I feel like the last Cameron Diaz movie I watched was a, a rewatch of The Mask, um, which is a great film. This is really sad. The, the first thing that comes up on Google for Cameron Diaz is American author. Apparently she wrote a book of some sort, and she's no longer an actress. Book of Rhymes. Yeah. Holy that's... shit. The
1: last the last not video short she was in uh was in 2014. Really? What what film was she in in 2014? The remake of Annie. She was Miss Anakin. Are we <laughs> going to put, she, ask she asked Annie?
3: <laughs> so she was
1: <laughs> So she was the evil stepmom of in Annie.
3: Um Ooh. I have I have very big news that we missed out. There there is a like um a multiverse universe in which Cameron Diaz was in Mortal Kombat. The first one, the 1997 one we really? missed out. Yeah. She was in it. She had to quit because she broke her hand.
4: <laughs> I knew it was going to be something to do with her, to do with her physical inadequacies. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: my God. We were this close to getting like Cameron Diaz, Sonya blade. Imagine, Crazy. imagine Crazy. like, because I think in that reality, um, she becomes like Lara Croft Tomb Raider, right? Like she becomes really? like kick-ass kick mm. like like physical actress of, of the early 90s, not um Angelina Jolie.
4: Really? I was thinking she becomes Xena the Warrior Princess, but that's that's better. so yeah. sad.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: that's a much sadder universe. <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah, so I I, I, I don't think. That Cameron Diaz is going to be showing up at the halftime show. I think that would be the funniest possible outcome. Um, mm. I guess I. I think, I think almost half
1: of these credits are somehow related to Shrek. <laughs> 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 There's like Shrek, Shrek in the Swamp karaoke dance party, Shrek, Shrek 4D, ten. Shrek, Shrek 2, ten. Shrek 10, You Hardly Knew Ye, <laughs> Far Far Away, Idol. Shrek the Third, Shrek the Halls, <laughs> Donkey's Christmas Spectacular, there's at least... Shrek Forever After, shrek Scared, no, Scared Shrekless, Donkey's Christmas shrek which is apparently separate, sure. Shrek's Yule Log, there's at least... Shrek's Thrilling Tales, there's at least 10 films here.
3: 10
4: credits here that crazy. are related.
1: Um,
3: Amazing stuff. The last thing I want to talk about uh, with this game is... Um, Just going back to emo music, Cameron Diaz uh, is married to the lead singer of Good Charlotte.
1: Hmm. Isn't Nicole Ritchie married to Also
3: married to the other lead singer of Good Charlotte. They are twin brothers. That's what I was just about to say, aren't they, brothers? I knew that. Yeah, so uh, Nicole Ritchie, sister-in-law of Cameron Diaz. Oh, lovely. (laughs) Special thank you to our guests on this episode, uh, Josh and (laughs) Mariah. Thanks for for coming on and talking <laughs> about football of which I think we probably talked about as much about football in this episode, uh, as, as there are minutes in a football game, which is about 11. Uh, <laughs> as, as we mentioned, uh, you can find mario on Twitter at Houdini, uh, not spelled like you think, but spelled in his weird way, but really you can find him. Uh, I retweet him a lot to to mock him about Manchester United losing to Middleborough. Did you know that That's happened? mario
4: Yes, I did. I did.
3: <laughs> uh you can wow, fighting... you
4: know where
1: you are in the t- table right now? Uh fourth.
3: Wait, is that true? Are you really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is.
3: backfired on me. Yeah, that's not Maybe great. He's right. Yeah, no no, but but first <laughs> have games in hand. We we got it. Don't worry. Yeah, there, there we go. There we go.
0: Games in hand FC.
1: Games in hand FC. Uh, in hand, FC. <laughs> see see I'll, I'll, everybody I'll, except <laughs> Chelsea and West Ham.
3: <laughs> uh yeah, so so make sure to uh, to check out Mario on uh, Make United Great Again, Muga. Uh, he's also on Touchline Fraca. They'll maybe be talking about West Ham this week. We're not going to, but some things happened in West Ham's defense that maybe are relevant this week. What do you think, Mario? You think you guys are going to talk about that? No. Yep. Great. We're certainly <laughs> not going to. Uh, you can find uh, Josh on Twitter at Josh Benidoc. Um he uh, he is uh, tweeting out only the finest uh, information about Cameron Diaz, um, and uh, and hopefully he'll he'll come back to join us for all of your worst takes, um, your 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 worst opinions about Cameron Diaz. Please uh, please tweet at Mr. Mojo Rising eighty um, nine. He is is happy to to respond to those. Um, if you have any thoughts about Shrek, also please tweet at Mr. Mojo Rising eighty nine. Uh, for all of your best tw- takes about Mike Myers' movies, so I'm, I'm speaking specifically about So I Married an Axe Murder, which is his finest hey, right,
1: film. That's the first one I thought of.
3: Yeah, it's his finest film. Uh, please make sure to tweet at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Um, that's usually me, but it's also other people. Uh, so if if you get a response that doesn't seem to be me, it's probably someone else. Um, we uh, we don't have an Instagram. We're going to get to get up and running just around the time that Nick Saban uh, remodels his house in hell. Uh, so keeping an, uh, an eye out for that. A uh, special thank you to hey, us. Our- hey,
1: hey, Nick Saban's not going to remodel his house in hell. Uh,
3: what's his place name?
1: Miss Terry. Miss Terry's going to remodel the house in hell.
3: She does have good taste. Um, thank you to our sponsors, the Smith workforce management group, as well as whoever blue wire decided to put in, um, apologies to whoever that sponsor is. This one's not as football as you think it is. Um, and uh, a special thank you to our uh, to our listeners. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your Cincinnati residents who don't have taste buds. Um, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much and we'll see you next time.
4: Peace.
2: Podcast Network.